0: Kickpod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast, the Wurundjeri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the East Kulin Nations. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today.
1: Hello there. Hello. How are you doing? We are recording at a bad time. Hello. Late afternoon recording. And I have asthma, if you can hear it. As we were just recorded a few things, I had to stop because I got asthma. You just take a breath. I have got need. some, I'm not going to say issues, but I've got some problems. Well, you do. Problems. I've you got a large, well, I don't know what's a problem, but I've got a, I've got a large coleslaw brewing on my face <laughs> to a minute. You know – She's melting. She's melting. If you melting. have cold sores, you will know that you – before – you're one kilometre away from someone. You're like, by the way, I have a cold sore. <laughs> but just not because you, you're going to give it to them unless you like literally go kiss them and they have the You virus. think it looks like a mountain, but it does yeah, not. I th- I you just have to tell them in case they look at it and think what's on your face. So I – but which also, everyone listening, you shouldn't be embarrassed of cold sores like – I just feel like I am very conscious of them. I feel them. like it's
0: when you just it's like even when you have a pimple, you just feel like it's a massive crater and until you
1: point it out Do someone compare. doesn't even Okay, I'm a, sorry. A, well, it depends what type of pimple, but a cold sore is alive yeah, on your okay. face. It literally is hot. But I'm and saying it tingles and it's you just feel it. No one cares. Yeah, but mine is – so the best thing with cold sores – this is actually a podcast on cold sores. No, <laughs> the best thing with cold sores is this is gone, oh, no, <laughs> is that you – well, not the best thing, but if you get them just on your lip, you can't really tell because, like, your lip's red and the cold sore's red and a bit a bit plump. <laughs> anyway, but mine has, has definitely gone a bit uh, – quite a bit higher than the lip and it's one of those ones that I just – no, it's going to be like a three-in-one special. You just need to stop thinking about it. Do you think if I manifest it yeah. away? I don't think you can. Man- oh, That was my laptop. Sorry. <laughs> Turn the sound off. My laptop. If you manifest away. A cold sore, I don't think you can. Sorry, I don't believe in that. Well, I mean, you're stressed I also about got it and that's not helping I'm not the stressed about it. I just have to say, if I've got a cold sore, don't come near me. <laughs> no, I just have to, I haven't been to the chemist yet to get, you can get the three tablets, which you're meant yes. to take bef- when it starts tingling. So I'm well past that, but mm. hopefully it will help. So I need to go after this. Cool story. <laughs> okay. Well, if anyone, okay, do you know what? You don't get it because you don't get cold <laughs> sores, but for anyone that does get them, I'm sorry. they will feel. I feel for you. That <laughs> Anyway, and yeah. I have asthma. Yes, and I have half my mouth is an ulcer at the top. <laughs> I'm a bit germy. <laughs> Asthma's not germy though. Oh, can I? stop snoring? you? Do you have any the- what scabs? <laughs> no. no, you're always clean and lovely. Like oh, you, don't, you never have like clean and lovely. I don't know. You just like, I beg to
0: differ. Yesterday. I generally have Harvey's snot all over me.
1: Yeah, but you still glow. <laughs> it's very hard being your best friend, actually. Am I still your best friend? <laughs> okay, great.
0: Oh, my gosh. Where is this
1: going? <laughs> realign, realign. Do you have a special shirt? Yes, except I think it might be the same as yours. Oh. Oh, okay, it's not. Maybe it's not. Because it won't be because you would have been like, it is. Sorry. Well, now I might regret my special share. What's yours? So... It is the show that you may, not made us watch. You very kindly suggested. So, ah, Sam and yes. I have just been on a bit of a, well, a few leadership planning days mm. in near the Yarra Valley. It was, it was lovely. Big days of planning, which is great. But, who was I going with? The first night we got there oh, and we were alone. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the first time we got there and we were alone. And then <laughs> I said, there's a show I think you might like. Yeah, I'm wait, interested in watching you it. Before we get to the special show, let me just tell everyone what you did. <laughs> what did <I> do? <laughs> we're just sitting there. Like, we're just eating chocolate. You know, we had some Maltesers. We had some dark chocolate. We had some roast almond yeah. milk. Mm-hmm. Yum. And a little bit of wine, and the fire was on, and then all of a sudden, I see this camera in my face. Like, I'm on a reality TV show all the time. Excuse me. It's like flash, 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 flash. And I just thought I'd be violated. Like, I was in my safe space with my bestie, and I'm on camera all of a sudden. I'm sorry, bitch. You just. (laughs) You You just call me (laughs) bitch.
0: You took two <laughs> photos of me I before
1: I did this, so don't act like you were in the moment. Yeah, but I told you I was going to take that. I was like, I'm going to send this photo to this person. But I'm you sorry, me like
0: popping <laughs> my phone up right in front of you is me saying, oh, "Well, I'm about to take a photo." Yeah, you didn't even us. say it.
1: Like, is this, we live in a world now. I say, this is going to be cute. <laughs> I was like, "What? I thought you were actually doing like a time lapse so <laughs> much watching TV." And I was like, "We need oh, to get better to a new low." <laughs> anyway, of
0: content.
1: You actually then took the photo, and I, I made this face of like, "What are you doing?" And then it turned out to be one of the worst photos I've ever seen. <laughs> so I made you retake it and I covered my face. But anyway, um, what? Sorry, that and was, that was there a was, post that's on I Instagram. <laughs> yes, it was what you wrote. I said I'm sorry for making fun of you, Thank you because you wrote a really nice post. Thank you. And it was I mean, it wasn't about me, but no, <laughs> I'm joking. But uh, the reason I brought that up because it was important is I had to bring it up to tell you what I was watching because while we were watching, you <laughs> did that conversations with friends. Yes,
0: conversations with friends. So the sorry,
1: <laughs> who special shares this? I don't know. <laughs> you <didn't> even not. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. <laughs> it's on paramount plus no it isn't it's on amazon prime and oh. it is a show it is the author sally rooney who did normal people one of my favorite shows connor is still one of the large loves of my life obviously i love large my loves. husband more i've never met connor but i was in love with him in yeah. that show and they have produced a new well it's another one of her books in a
0: in a Conversations show. with friends was another one of sally rooney's books and now they've done another show and i reckon it must have been
1: created by the same director because it's a very similar vibe yes and we've watched the first the episodes are quick it was yeah, like we did four in about two hours which would
0: be well two out half, half an hour long that would be the correct math yes. so far love yeah it's great really liking it so we'll continue yes do you have a special share or was that yours i do but it, and that wasn't it but it's a great one thank you for sharing
1: so um, thank you for
0: letting me steal it from you. another one is a show that i have just started watching
1: do you want me to explain it for you
0: yeah <laughs> I don't know what it is. Why am I snorting so much today? Okay, so the show I have just started is called Staircase. Now, the reason why I feel like I can share it, even though I've only just watched like the first two episodes, is because... That's- I think you do that every time. Yeah, you I do it a lot, don't I? I? But it's I really I do. But no, but why I, I'm really excited about it. So I watched The Staircase, like the actual documentary of the real
2: thing. So oh, it's a true story. The, it's like
1: when people watch a movie and they're like, well, I've watched. I've read the book, so I get get it better. Okay. Is it, it's like that? The, no, but what I'm saying <laughs> is The Staircase,
0: which the original documentary, it's about uh, Michael Peterson, who was a novelist, pretty famous over in the States, whose wife – died and the documentary follows the basically the court hearings and everything because he uh people think he did it. People think he killed his wife. Anyway, so I do recommend the original documentary. I think you can watch that on Netflix. But today's special share is actually new. It's The Staircase, so it's the same story except now it's not the real documentary. So it's, it's also called The Staircase. Yes, it's well it's the same story. You think they changed the, change the names
1: because they're all on different streaming
0: things. Maybe Maybe it was just staircase, the documentary. Oh, no,
1: now the it's the staircase. staircase. <laughs>
0: so this is better. Anyway, this one's on binge and it's got Colin Firth and Tony Collette in it. Great actors. And it's really great so far. And I'm really excited to watch it because it was a really interesting storyline. And I'm really intrigued to see if it kind of goes the same direction. In like the real one, as in like okay, I'm really messing this special share Don't, up. But no, in the I, first one, in a documentary, great. thank you. In the documentary, you kind of left every episode thinking like, oh, he did it, he definitely did it, or no, he didn't do it. No, I, I really think he's he's not guilty. I, I I feel like the um the new series is going to be much the same, and I'm excited to watch it. I feel like excited is not the right word. It's a very horrible story. Like it's it's no, very. You, I mean, it's true crime, it's interesting. Horrible, but it's very interesting. So highly recommend. Highly recommend both. The actual documentary on Netflix, but if you want to watch the show with me, that's on binge.
1: <laughs> Are you doing a screening? <laughs> Can we join you? No, thank you. I will actually – I do like uh, Colin Firth. He's mm. in uh, – He's in a lot. Bridget Jones' Diary? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. I love – I'm a fan. Yeah. So I shall – oh, and he's in – He's in a lot of things, but this is the first time I've seen him with
0: an American No one accent. needs to listen
1: to me <laughs> naming all the things. I wasn't going to wait for stuff. it. <laughs> uh, but thank you. I'm going to watch that tonight. Thank oh, you. No worries. With a lot of cold sore greens. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> okay. Moving on to Kick mentions, mentions because we have some very exciting things to mention. So, if you follow us on Instagram, you might have already seen that we at Kick are doing workout and winter challenge, which we are so excited to do with you guys. It's very easy to lose motivation in winter, and actually, this podcast, this chat, you'll you'll learn why. So. You know, you're not alone if you lose motivation in winter or a bit of energy. But we're here to motivate you with exercise. So we've got three different challenges. Another. we also
1: have recipes and meditation. Yes. So
0: don't don't Yes, them. sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> for three months, there's three different challenges. So if you would like to join us for the entire three months, you can sign up for
1: uh, $25 for three months. So that is an offer that we've got for a limited time. And with that code, it is for web only. So you have to sign up via the website, create your account, then you can download the app. I we'll put all the info in our Yes, I. and that means that it is less than two dollars a week, which we just wanted to make it as affordable and accessible to keep you moving in winter. And first up, so for the month of June, the first month of the Workout and Winter Challenge, we have got our Power Pilates, which is a brand new workout style for us, and it is with Leo. Leo is awesome, mm. so motivating, and he is dropping in the app with his classes. <laughs> <Is> He's <there, is laughs> already, already in, the already app? in yeah. his new Power Pilates. His new Power Pilates are dropping um, on the sixth to start off the Workout and Winter Challenge. So, mm. we are so excited to be three workouts a week, which is we speak about in the podcast that's coming now. We, we, you're probably like, when are we going to actually listen to this podcast? <laughs> we're uh, we keep talking about it. But it's, we wanted to, three workouts a week is something that I think we can, even in winter when we're tired, mm. we can, if we can try and move our bodies three times a week, mm. we'll feel really good. So, yeah. and we can do it together.
0: And his new Power Pilates are. Uh, 15-minute, 20-minute and 30-minute in length. We got some really great feedback from you guys with Kika's but Pilates being all those different lengths. So we thought breaking up the three workouts with those different kind of lengths makes it even more kind of attainable. Fun. <laughs> Mix it up, you know. <laughs> Before we get started with the challenge, though, we wanted to have a live goal-setting session with Danny, our master trainer in our Facebook community. So I will be chatting to Danny about all things goal-setting, motivation, going into this challenge. And it'll be at 6.30 Australian Eastern Standard Time in our private Facebook community. How do you join? How do you join? So you have to be a subscriber to join our private Facebook community uh, and that is how you so join. You, so you sign up, up to kick, yep. and
1: then just request access to yep. the Facebook community. Also, why am I in the goal setting session? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the team were like step better <laughs> at goal setting. Um.
0: I, I don't, don't
1: know. You know <laughs> to be <laughs> <honest>. <laughs> it's all, I will join. I will be one of the viewers of that. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so oh gosh. So now for why you're listening for today's guest chat, we have got the incredible psychologist Beck McWilliam, and we are speaking all about just, that's why we've gone on for a while about motivation in winter, because it is something that a lot of us struggle with. It is hard, but it is also so important that we still move our bodies in winter. And so we wanted to get a professional, a psychologist on and Beck is awesome. So we hope you enjoy this chat.
2: Beck, welcome to the Kickpod. We are so excited to chat to you today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on.
1: And it's the perfect time because, (laughs) I mean, you are in the sunny Gold Coast, but we are in dark or gloomy well it's actually to be completely honest right now in Melbourne it is there's a bit of sun but it's yeah. dark and gloomy and cold mm-hmm. yes very dark so it is a good, good time <laughs> to be talking to you um we're so excited to chat to you today but before we get into everything that we're going to talk about yes can you please tell us about yourself who you are what you do and it sounded like I had something else to ask but that was all please <laughs> I love it. Thank you.
2: Yes. So, I term myself a holistic psychologist. So, what that means is I kind of look at the mind body soul connection, with soul being what lights us up. Uh, And I think without that whole connection between mind, body, and soul, I feel like we can have a bit of a disconnect uh, between ourselves and the relationships around us. So, I've recently started my own practice here in the Gold Coast where I see people in person and online. And then I also do workshops uh, and online courses and all different things. Uh, And I'm a yoga teacher trainee as well.
0: Amazing. So many like incredible hats. Um, That's so cool. And I think that one of the biggest things we're going to cover over like a, a number of different questions and angles today is around kind of your mood and how you might feel when certain things happen in the seasons. And as Laura touched on, it has been pretty gloomy here the last couple of days in Melbourne. I will say, though, we've been very lucky compared to the other states. We had a great summer. I think when it was like gloomy everywhere else, we actually had it pretty good. So, can't complain. But I do feel this personally when it is leading into winter and we do have the cloudiness of Melbourne that feels like it's here forever when you're in the thick of it. I do feel really down and like low in energy. Is winter blues an actual thing or is that just something that we throw around because we're sad we don't see sun? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, it's actually all connected. So winter blues, or you might have heard of it as seasonal blues, it actually comes from a condition, um, a disorder that's called seasonal affective disorder, or the acronym is actually SAD, S-A-D, which kind of fits in quite well. Mm. Uh, And so what seasonal affective disorder is, as the name kind of suggests, is it's in relation to certain seasons. And it actually comes and is under depressive disorders, And what it is, is it comes on in autumn and it tends to stick around in winter. And then we have a break in spring and summer. So you probably feel when autumn first starts coming in and it starts getting cooler, we tend to, I guess, recluse more inside. And so we're not getting as much sun. And the sun is actually the key aspect for winter blues and seasonal affective disorder.
1: Wow. I mean, it does. (laughs) I mean, it makes a lot of sense because I feel like no matter what even if I still do all the things through winter that and especially at the start of the season that Mm. make me feel good and happy and I I do feel like it's interesting because you think you have this I mean no one has a solution you know to how to feel Mm. joy and happy all the time but there's usually things we can do but in winter it's just it's so much harder harder to to actually do it and so I, I think what would really like I would love to understand and I mean I'm sure Steph would and our community (laughs) understand as well is what effect do seasonal changes actually have on us and where are we affected the
2: most? Yes so what tends to happen with seasonal affective disorder or winter blues so winter blues is the term I should clarify for not seasonal affective disorder but still getting affected by the season so seasonal affective disorder is something that is diagnosed and it tends to be around for a couple of years um, at least where it's kind of you know autumn winter and then you're okay spring summer so winter blues you know can be felt by anyone that isn't kind of out in the sun as much so what tends to happen is during winter we don't have as much sunlight as I said before because you know in summer we tend to be outside in like our bikinis or like less clothing <laughs> and so our skin tends to suck up a lot more of the sunlight whereas during winter especially for you guys down in Melbourne we tend to rug up a lot and we only really see sun when we're running from one place to the other where there's a heater. <laughs> so <laughs> so, true. Yeah. so what happens is when we have reduced sunlight that actually affects our body's circadian rhythm which is our internal body clock and that can lead to low mood depression all sorts of things and it actually reduces or it, it can affect sorry our serotonin levels and so that's to do with our mood as well and it affects our melatonin production and melatonin helps us have a good sleep cycle
1: so interesting and what about when it comes to that because obviously sunlight I mean we are lucky I have to say Melbourne the past few weeks we've had some winter sun which has been lovely but I agree (laughs) it's kind of like you don't sit out in it because it's still cold so you're not getting the same kind of absorption but do the shorter days have the same because obviously now as Mm. we get into kind of by 7am it's still like dark in Melbourne and then it's getting dark so much earlier I don't know I think we're maybe a month away from the shortest day of the year but As we get closer to
2: that, does that affect us as well? Definitely. So, what I tend to find in my clients and just friends and family is usually either side of work will have a bit of sunlight. So, you know, especially here in the Gold Coast, um, not to rub it in, our days are pretty (laughs) amazing. Um, (laughs) We can, you know, go down to the beach for a couple of hours before starting work. And then, you know, most people in the Gold Coast are quite outdoorsy. So, then after work, you know, taking our dog for a walk or whatnot. So, we're still getting sunlight. Whereas during winter, because we have those shorter days, we're kind of going to work when it's dark pretty much and then we're leaving work when it's dark. And so we're not getting that sunlight at all. Oh, my mm. God.
0: Yeah. No, it's it, it's making so much sense in my mind, yeah. <laughs> everything that you were saying. I can see why a lot of people do move up to the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, so
1: with this season... for yeah, but those of us who can't move yeah. <laughs> what
0: what we can do but I mean adapt exactly right like is I other than getting vitamin D uh is there any other way that you can kind of adapt so that you can thrive throughout the different seasons changing
2: definitely definitely and just to close here we have had weeks of raininess here at the Gold Coast so (laughs) (laughs) it has been affecting us too but some things that you can do I guess throughout season changes is making sure that when you can getting enough sunlight I know that that's hard but even going out on your lunch break to get a bit of sun on you, um, making sure that you're keeping up a pretty active social life. Because what I find, especially in my clients and just friends and family as well, during the winter months, we tend to, it's like we innately kind of recluse a little bit more than in spring and summer. Because uh, I guess it, it, within us, it's kind of like that hibernation kind of nature. So making sure that we're still seeing people because we get, you know, a serotonin and dopamine hit whenever we see our friends or our family, obviously people we want to see um, <laughs> and making sure that we're continuing to exercise. That is so key. And I know both of you obviously are so into that exercise and so is your community. So I think, you know, trying to adapt if you can't go outside, you know, doing parties inside or you yoga, you know, both of those I'm obsessed with. And I think it really helps to regulate our nervous system and also trying to continue with a really nutritious diet throughout all seasons. But something I guess that I talk a lot about to clients and just in general to anyone that wants to listen is (laughs) trying to adapt to whatever season that we're in. So I like to think of seasons as you know, something that we can kind of change to work for us. So autumn, I Mm. guess, when you think of autumn, you think of, um, you know, uh, leaves shedding from trees. So it could be around, um, you know, trying to shed certain things from your life in winter, it could be adapting more to the cooler weather. So it could be Um, really trying to nourish our bodies with warming foods and things like that. Um, Spring, you know, we, we think of spring as new life. So that could be around, you know, trying different new things like hobbies or whatnot. And then in summer, it's obviously very outdoorsy. So, you know, adapting to that and doing more outdoor type exercise
1: it's so helpful and i think as well what you said around because obviously i want to touch on exercise a little bit more because yes. i think it's something that mm. a lot of us are struggling with motivation it's very hard to be motivated during winter so i want to touch on that in a sec but i think what you said about social connection during winter is so true mm. because you just want to like this weekend we've got we've had we've been super busy and this weekend we have one thing on and i'm so happy about it yes. but at the same time I mean, also sometimes in it has been a bit busy, so maybe that that's why. But I think in winter we're more inclined to be like, "Oh my goodness, I just want to stay home on Friday and Saturday night and mm, like rug you know, up on the couch, watch yes. exactly." But I I think um a few weeks ago I was feeling super anxious in the morning and like I could and it was to the point where I was physically feeling it, like yeah. I had like I I was went running and my heart rate was like. 40 above what it usually is and I wasn't like pushing myself and I you know when well I don't know if, if it's something oh I'm sure you'd speak to a, a lot of your clients that, that might feel the same way but my chest was so physically mm. tight and mm. I that kind of for me it didn't feel like I was having a heart attack but it's just like this and I just know anyway I had a day a day like plans that day to go and um, do some things um, and it was a fun thing we had like a lunch on we're going to football and I almost didn't go because I was like I just feel horrific and then I went and it made me feel so much better mm. and I know for, for everyone like especially with anxiety it shows up differently and it, everyone has different coping mechanisms and um, it, that situation will be different you know depending on, on where you're at with of your ha, with how you feel with anxiety and everything but it was so interesting reflecting mm. because by the end of the day I felt completely fine and I was really tired and I had a very good sleep that night but I... I did just feel so much happier that I'd gone and connected with people and just, yeah, it was really interesting because I had thought before that the best thing for me to do was just rest, yes. but which I think obviously there are some cases where that, that would absolutely be the case. But for me on that day, it actually made me feel so good going and spending time and like socially connecting with people.
2: Definitely. And I think we need to remember that we're community-based beings, like, you know, even us mm. introverts uh, need that, you know, time socially uh, that, that's how we thrive. So, But I, I agree with you, Laura, that you need to kind of listen to your body and what it needs, and sometimes you do need to push through if it's only a little bit of anxiety or if you're kind of just going, oh, I don't, I don't feel like it. It's kind of like pushing through that that hurdle a bit. But I guess if your body is absolutely exhausted or you feel like you're getting sick, those are the times to really listen to yourself and, and I guess, perform more self-care in the sense of staying at home.
1: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's such good advice. And then back to exercise. It- so obviously winter is the hardest time mm. ever to be motivated. We <laughs> we know this, but it's obviously also so important that we move our bodies all year round yes. because it's one of those things. It's like the social thing. In winter, it feels like the best thing to do is stay home. It feels like the best thing to do is just not get up and exercise uh, because it's cold and dark <laughs> okay. and motivation is low. But then it's like a cycle of, yeah. you know, you feel worse if, if you don't move and you don't do those things. So yes. what? how do you help your clients through um, and, you know, people that you speak to that Motivation slump in winter mm. for exercise and kind of getting over that and um, you know trying to fit it in. I know you mentioned exercising inside, yes, uh, which we love. Obviously, you can do kick inside, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's just a little. That's great, for but, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless. Oh, goodness, um, but yes. What, what what do you recommend?
2: Yes. So I guess first and foremost, the biggest thing I tell my clients is just have self compassion and be kind to yourself because there's going to be days where you literally can't, you know, get up and that's okay. But it's also about having enough kindness for yourself to push yourself through in certain aspects. And so I like to talk about, um, you know, starting habits throughout winter. So it could be starting really small. And it could be, you know, going for a walk or a run, or it could be doing, you know, one kick Pilates <laughs> throughout the week, and then slowly, what I call habit stacking. So then from there, you you tend to have more motivation after an uh, after exercise, right? Like you never tend to regret one. So once you've got those good endorphins, you go, okay, well tomorrow I'm going to do that again, or I'm going to do that in two days time. So habit stacking is about starting with one thing and then slowly increasing it, um, as the name suggests, stacking. So it also has to be, I guess, aligned with what's important to you as well. So that, that's key, right? Because if there's no purpose behind it or there's no value to it, you're less likely to do it. So I know for me, you know, in summer, I much prefer to run and be outside and, and spring as well. Whereas I really tend to nourish my body in winter and I might start my day a little bit slower. I'll have like a cacao or a coffee and then I'll do some slower movements. So I'll do yoga or or something like that. So I think it's really important to have purpose behind what you're doing. And the purpose could be just to be stronger. And so from that, you know, you can take different exercises that will benefit that.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, can relate so much. And, but I feel like there'd be so many people who are listening who are like, I would love to know what's important to me or what my values are and, and kind of work that out for themselves. But also like that connection with yourself, I think it's really important once you work out what works for you and what makes you feel good, it's kind of easier to build those produ- um, those habits and everything. But if you don't know, you haven't kind of worked them out yet, do you have any advice on how someone can connect to themselves and kind of really get in tune with what works for them and what makes them feel good and where their values lie?
2: Yeah, definitely. So I think Values can kind of like the word values can be thrown around a little bit and people are like, what the hell are values? (laughs) And so values are how you want to show up and how you want to be as a human being and how you want to interact with others. So, for example, my values are self-care, respect, honesty and compassion. And so what we say is from those values, once you've kind of narrowed them down, Whatever decision you make, whatever you do in life, if you can refer to your values, you can make a good decision for yourself. So even if it's a hard decision um, that comes along, you know, if if something comes up for me and I'm like, oh, that kind of doesn't fit in with my self-care value, I won't do that. Or, you know, if I feel not respected in a relationship, I'll put some boundaries in place. So I think really reflecting on what your values are is really important. And I have a little free worksheet that I might send to you guys that you can pop up on your website or send out or link it, whatever. Uh, oh, amazing. For people, we'll put it in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, for people to kind of do it for themselves and see what their values are. But it tends to be, you know, things like family, honesty, trust, all of those kind of um, key words, I guess, of how you want to live.
0: Oh, it's so good. I feel like everything I'm getting from this is just kind of, it all comes back to listening to your body and and knowing that like something, you might be a routine person, you might know exactly what works for you, but it doesn't mean that all year round, it's gonna work for you and you gotta be able to kind of pivot and change. And it's, it's almost like when you hear about how, Um, experts will tell you that there's certain ways you could even nourish yourself or move your body when we ebb and flow with our period and through our cycle and how that should change as well. And it reminds me of that. And I just love that there's like that you're giving permission, I suppose, for everyone to just understand if it's getting close to winter and you're feeling down, that's so normal and just listen that mood and I think adapt and I just I love that I think it's
2: great and I think yeah it is and and this is what I sometimes do with clients in session like metaphorically I give them a permission slip I'm like here take your permission slip (laughs) this is your permission to you know take a step back or slow down or you know listen to what your body's telling you um you know your intuition when you tap into it is really key And I think, you know, we tend to lose that because of how fast-paced our life is a lot of the time. You know, a lot of people are in a nine-to-five Monday-to-Friday job and they're just trying to get through a lot of the time. So it's really important to take moments to really step back and make sure that what you're doing is aligned. One, two, three, four...
1: And it's, it's interesting too, that especially with, with exercise, because I think it's an area where a lot of, a lot of people feel like they have to, you know, if you're exhausted going to a 50 minute and I used to, I used to do it all the time. Mm. Like I used to push myself and like have intense music and do like a 45 <laughs> minute hit session like five years ago, but. And then I would just feel so tired. Yes. And it wasn't what my body needed at that time. And I think yeah, learning to be more intuitive and know that you don't have to sweat crazily yes. to have moved your body and done something amazing for yourself mm. and to feel good. And like it's just you're right, it's just giving yourself that permission and I think, too, especially through – I was actually thinking about the other day when I was running because it was was freezing, dark, (laughs) (laughs) and I was like, this is just not the same fulfilment as summer running, you know? Um, And it's funny now because I run um, solely for – like I don't really increase my – I've done our running program. I've got up to kind of – I can run 6 to 8K really comfortably and I can do it without pushing myself and I don't do it to like – run a half or at the moment i'm not training for anything Mm. i'm just i do it because it makes my mind feel so good and so but lately, I feel and maybe also because it's like, you know, through work has been very busy. And mm. um, but also with the seasonal change, I felt a little bit more tired when I'm running. And I think yes. it, it's also because of the, you know, it's a dark and <laughs> a bit of wind and rain is not, you know, not the zen. No, <laughs> the zen but you're so right. Sun. But you know what you'd think, though? You know what I was thinking the other mm. day? I was like, why am I more tired? Because it's cold. Yeah, so I'm not sweaty. Yeah. yeah. So you think when it's hot, you're, it's like so much it's, it's a, it is in some ways harder to exercise outside because you're hotter so you get like sweaty and and it's you're like more tired there is something energizing yeah, yeah. but I, that's so it's funny I actually said to myself I wonder, like I'm gonna go get some blood tests or something because I shouldn't be tired but then I think it's actually it's so is, is it does that yeah anything I'm saying making sense yes, in this do we yeah. have less energy in winter
2: Definitely. And I think you kind of nailed it on the head before when you said that uh, sometimes when you do high intensity exercise, it actually takes from you. So what we find is, you know, when your energy is quite low or when your nervous system is really dysregulated, like you might be really stressed or anxious or you are exhausted. If you do high intensity exercise, whether it be a HIIT class or like F45, like I used to do, or, you know, a really hectic run, it actually is really bad for your body. So you've got to kind of adapt to what your body is telling you in that moment, you know, and that's why in winter for me, I find that, you know, I'm just a little bit more exhausted. And so that's why I do those slower movements that are more mindful Um, I'm such a big advocate for for things like yoga and and meditation and Pilates. Um, I just think they're so key, especially, I mean, all the time, but especially in winter.
0: It just kind of, it kind reminds me of that old saying that I used to tell myself of, you know, you never regret oh my God, that a workout. Was honestly, but that's you never back, regret a workout. That's
1: back in the. Um,
0: yeah. Wait, do, you Like the saying, guilt-ridden days. I'm yeah, saying sorry. that's not the way I you should you think. Like, you never no, regret a workout
1: no. What I'm I saying is
0: before. like, <laughs> well, I mean, I've redefined what workout that's means back, for me. That,
1: that's the Instagram days of 10 years 100% ago. hundred percent. Um, I used to say it all things.
0: the time, but like
1: I've redefined
0: what workout means means to me yes. and and mm. for me when I use the term workout I just mean move my body and it could honestly be like 10 minutes of stretching yeah. or doing some like physio because I need it these days I feel like I'm like stretching like,
1: or physio because like no it's actually giving yes back to of body. course so that's yeah. good it's yeah. but, <laughs>
0: definitely. but what I'm getting at is like I think you know obviously I've learned that over the years because of my relationship with exercise and how it's changed but um I definitely did notice that if I ever pushed myself to do a high intensity workout and I wasn't feeling it I I did regret that work out like I felt bad for it um, because it just made me feel even more anxious and this not not okay. So I just yeah, think it's such me. an important message, and I think that. Wait, I was going somewhere, and then we're, you, were you going. Screaming we're you going with
1: a new slogan. <laughs> no. Sometimes you regret. Let, let's create one
0: right now. <laughs> no, let, no, but I think listen it's to like it's into your body, it's yes, to your but it's also just like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the little things, like just exactly be kind, and I mean, even it makes sense when you're talking about. Um, getting outside even, even if it's not like that sunny or whatever, obviously, you know, you still can get vitamin Z, vitamin D through the clouds. We all know that. Yeah. Um, vitamin C. Vitamin <laughs> <laughs> um, C. But I feel like the days when it's not raining because yeah. I'm just not one of those crazy people who goes for a walk for in the rain. No, but no. even if it's cold, I'll go for a walk. And even if it's just around the block, I will find the energy to either keep walking yes. or go home and do a kick workout. And it, I think sometimes it is just that like fresh air that –
1: it's that so kind of gets there so you do never regret a workout but no but what i'm saying is <laughs> and i think why i was nodding along
0: to what you well I, I was nodding along to you what, what you were saying was. <laughs>
1: Yeah. It's
0: because like you and I, we work out for our mental health. Like yes. that is why we do it. Right. Yes. But, and so, <laughs> and so you run because it makes you feel great mentally. Yes. So if you're running and you're not mentally enjoying it, it's like, what's the
1: point? Yes. Exa- that's exactly right. hundred percent. Yeah. So if it's raining, I probably won't continue to, yeah, <laughs> to go out, but it's true. It's, it's so true. Yes. And it's like, if that's the purpose of your workout, then And th- and that's why also when we, we were working through the um, the challenge that we have on for Kick Through Winter, it's like making sure it's starting um, with a month of Pilates and it's three classes a week on purpose because, you know, that's, I love that. If, if we can do that, it's like moving a little bit because I think sometimes we get in the, um, the stage two where you might stay inside all day yes. and if you just go out for that 10 minutes of fresh air, you actually feel really good for it. But it's just getting that or do like a 20-minute thing or 15 minutes or whatever, like slow Pilates. You feel you do feel good for it, mm, but I completely yes. agree. It's just about starting and listening to how your body feels and knowing that, like the day that I, um, the day that I was feeling really anxious, mm. that was a really good example of running. I went for a run. Yes, I thought it would help, and I. I did so I would I usually run like my shortest run is six, 6k six and I was like I'll, I'll just do that but I, it was it was sunny yeah. so like it was the sun <laughs> but I was like I'll go out and I'll, I'll run and it'll help me make me feel better but I felt I, I couldn't I couldn't get to six k, I turned yes. around much earlier, and I went because I was like, you know what, this is not serving me. I mm-hmm. actually feel worse now I'm doing it, yes. and I just need to need to go home. So I think it's giving yourself permission though to know that if that happens, like it's okay. Yes. It's not like you failed. It's not a bad workout. It's not a problem. It's like you move for your mental health. So it's not if it's not serving you,
2: like just stop. Exactly, a hundred percent. It's it's more compassionate that way, right? And I think especially when you're anxious, that means that you're in a sympathetic um, response, and so that means that your body's kind of working in overdrive. And so if you run, it's actually like what I said before, the high intensity and then your nervous system is dysregulated. It's just, it's not very kind to your body. And so I think it's, it's just about learning what works. And I love that, you know, through the kick challenge, you're starting with the three, because that's kind of like the habit stacking that I was talking about before, where you're kind of starting small and then you're kind of stacking on top of that when people feel ready. And I think, you know, it really just does come back to, compassion and i'm i'm such a big believer in you know uh, i guess being more compassionate towards ourselves being mindful of what our mind and our body is telling us can you tell i'm doing a two year mm. buddhism and psychotherapy course at the moment by the way?
1: <laughs> so
0: nice <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you know it's it's all ab- about being mindful and kind of tapping into that side of things
0: speaking of being mindful i want to go back to something that you talked about earlier because I think it's important to note, obviously everyone is affected differently by the seasons changing and there's, I think, different levels of how it can affect you. When you spoke before about, you know, the winter blues, Mm. not necessarily meaning seasonal affective disorder. Like how does someone know when it's the point when it's that point where it's just kind of natural and normal and what's happening is is what's happening to most of us and it's okay to feel a little bit that way. But then there's that that point, that line where it's compromising their health and well-being a little bit too much and they probably should go and speak to someone. How does someone know when it gets yeah. to that point?
2: And that's actually a great point. I should have touched on that before. And I think when it starts affecting your life holistically. So this is when your sleeping patterns change. So it could be insomnia It could be, you know, waking up more during the night, Um, you know, a a real change in your motivation. So you're finding it hard to get out of bed um, versus just wanting to stay in bed because it's cozy um, you know, trying to avoid, I guess, social interactions that there's, there has to be a big change, I guess, in your lifestyle versus just being uncomfortable, uh, and having a little bit of a dip in motivation. And usually with seasonal affective disorder as well, when you go to a GP or a psychiatrist, if, if you want to look at a diagnosis or something like that, usually they look at if there's been a pattern over a certain amount of years as well. So, I think it's really important to note that this year more than I think any other year in the past has been even more intense with the amount of rain that we've been getting. And, you know, I was in Melbourne two weeks ago and I was freezing. Um, So I think, you know, it's a little bit different this year as well. So, kind of listen to that a little bit but if it's been a long-term thing or something that's happened over a couple of years it's something to get checked out because there, you know there are so many things that we can do for that whether it be therapy medication I didn't even know it existed yeah yeah it's it's not really talked about I think we we more talk about winter blues but I think sometimes people feel a little bit um not validated by that term especially if it's been long term
1: yeah and I think if especially if it's it's seriously affecting your life and it's not but again it's giving permission to it's validating it it's Mm. it is something and that if it is something that you're struggling with definitely um you know reach out to someone for help so thank you so much Mm. for joining us on the podcast we really really appreciate it i think it's just such a good time to do this one because i think it's something that everyone struggles with and your tips were just wonderful so thank you very (laughs) very much thank you for having me i appreciate it
0: Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that chat. We will pop Beck's information in our show notes and we will also pop the info, as we mentioned at the start of this podcast, on our Workout Winter Challenge so that you can join up if you would like to for $25 for the three months over winter. You can find out more about Kick at www.keepercleaner.com. We are on Instagram at keepercleaner, Cleaner. And you can find Laura and I there too, Laura.Hinshaw and Steph Claire Smith. But we'll be back in
2: your ears next Wednesday with another episode of the Kick Pod.